quickly, let's just talk about a technical analysis a little bit. Technical analysis is not about forecasting the, the direction of the marketplace. It's about understanding the price movement and assigning probabilities to what is more likely to happen and what's less likely to happen when we can do so. So there's going to be times when we have a very high probability of things coming out happening. There's times when we have low probabilities of things happening, and sometimes the probabilities are kind of 50-50. But we want to understand what the price movement is telling us, and even perhaps more importantly, we want to understand when those dynamics change. You'll have a certain amount of information on Monday. You'll see certain patterns and certain price movements on Monday. And based on that information, we'll make probability assessments as to what's most likely to happen in the upcoming day. That might be a 50-50 probability, it might be a 90-10 probability or whatever, but we'll have probabilities. And then on Tuesday, when new information comes into the marketplace, you need to reassess everything and say, well, have, have things changed? And if they have, what are the new probabilities if there, if there are certain things playing out? Remember, trading is a game of edge. And anytime we can get some sort of a better than 50% probability of something happening or something not happening, that's an edge in the marketplace. And the more edge we can throw into our general trading strategy, the better off we're going to be when it comes time to see our results and so forth. And particularly when you start talking with these market neutral positions, there's like you may have a, you may have a trade on and all the price movement probabilities may be in your favor. And then something might happen in the marketplace and then the price movement probabilities fall out of favor for that strategy. And that's when you wanna shift and you wanna make that shift and you wanna change things. So we had an example of this this week. We look at our charting, we had a situation where actually this is kind of interesting too, but we had a situation on our short-term charts where we kind of had this pattern or cup and handle pattern. We broke out of that on the Friday previous to last week. If you're bullish in the marketplace, you want to see this come up and retest the highs. Now, we did have a price pattern target off of this, and I actually drew this last week, and I, this is the first time I've looked at it since. And the price pattern off of the short-term chart that I had, actually, price pattern target actually brought us to here, which also lines up with here. This is a bullish move on our short-term charts into a longer-term resistance area here. Now, if I'm bullish, I want to see this pull back probably not more than 30%. So by that, I mean, we have a, what, 39.28 to our, yeah, to our top, we'll call it 39.30. I'm just kind of doing math in my head to 40.60. So what, what is that? That's 130 points. We'll call it 120. 30% third of that is about 40 points. So 40, 45, 50 points, right? Uh, pull back off of this. So we want to see this maybe come down to 40.10 and consolidate. If I'm bullish, I want to see this come down to 40.10, consolidate, and then run back higher again. We didn't see that. We had this breakdown, this breakdown candle here 
changes things. It's bearish. And that's in the context we're looking at it now. I'm going to look at it in a, in a slightly different context later with more information. But even this is just the, the very base amount of information we had. We had a breakout, hit price pattern target. And by the way, you could call this a U also right up into here. This is our resistance point. We would expect this to back off a little bit from here. And then, but really not much more than 30 30, 40%. And then we would expect to see some strength in the market and then for us to break into new highs and then retest this high. Okay, that's the context of being a bull. This candle here on in this context changes things. Not only did we break down under our 30%, but we actually broke down underneath our support level that we broke out of. And that tends to be very bearish. We retested that level here on what's this, Tuesday? And then we broke down from it on Wednesday. We retested it on Wednesday. We broke down from it on Thursday. And not only did we break down from that, but we also broke down under here. Whenever we get a failed breakout like this, that tends to be very bearish. Usually we're going to run the support level to the downside. Okay. And that's, that's pretty much what happened here. So if I'm bullish here, which I was, by the way, I thought that this was probably going to hold and we we're probably going to maybe come up a little bit higher. But this told me that this is new information coming into the marketplace. It tells me that, oh, wait a minute, that thesis is not going to play out now. Now I kind of have to watch the downside because now we're probably going down to another level. If I come back into our other drawing set, right, so I'm going to come in here. You should be aware of what the tail resistance level is and what the actual close resistance level is right these are two this, these can be two very different numbers but we should be aware of this we can see this in an area chart maybe a little bit better mm. yeah so this actually it's about comes out about the same point in this case but it can come out in different points anyway if we're bullish or if the market's strong from this context we want this to come down we broke over our uptrend line which should be very bullish. We would expect the market to move up into this downtrend line. It failed that on Monday. And then we broke back under on Tuesday. Again, this bar is a game changer from that perspective also. So the bulls are disappointed here that we didn't come up into here. This is a bearish candle, by the way, also known as an evening star, right? Technically there's a gap, but the SPX chart usually doesn't show gaps very well. But you have a big up day, you gap up, you have basically a hanging man here where you have a long tail to the top side. And then you come down the following day. And if you break more than 50% into this candle, that's a pretty bearish three. If you're in the candlestick pattern, that's a pretty bearish three candle pattern. And we also got a support failure on our diagonal. We got a support failure on our horizontal. That implies the market is going down. Down to where? Well, let's shift out into our clear drawings for a second. We've got a couple patterns going on here. We have arguably a head and shoulders pattern here. We've got a head and shoulders breakdown pattern. So that gives us a move from, say, 3,900 to almost 4,200. So that's what a 200 point move, 200 point move down from 39.50 is going to be 
about 3750. 3750 comes out down in here. Let's just tag this for a second. 3750 comes out down in here, about that area. And that also kind of lines up with where the market's been bottoming in general. It's been bottoming here, it's been bottoming here, bottomed here, bottomed here, bottom a little bit lower here, bottomed about there here. So what we have when I'm assessing this is I have a bottoming range of the market that runs anywhere, I'd say from around here to around there. And we have th this area here where it's pretty much right in the center of the range where we generally bottom. So that's where our pattern targets. And then you also have another pattern here that you want to just see where that goes. We have this here. So we have another pattern target here, right? So we have this little U-shape. This is the breakdown of the U-shape. This is our short-term price pattern target, which also brings us down to around a 37.85 area to 37.50. So that's where the market should go. Keeping in mind from a longer term perspective, the market's really been bottoming at pretty much anywhere in this range here. So let me um, back out to like a three-year daily chart. You can see this is where the bottom is. And this kind of goes in line with our long-term outlook of the marketplace. And you know, we've been here for weeks basically saying, well, the market's gonna range, it's gonna be an extended period of sideways movement. We've been talking about this all the way since back in here, okay? And this is what we have, right? We have our extended sideways movement. We have our top of our range right around 4,300. 4, we have the bottom, the very bottom of our range around 45. If you remember, I didn't think that we were gonna retest that level again. I was thinking we'd probably stay higher in the 36, you know, 3650 area. And this is playing out. And again, this is nothing abnormal. It's nothing different than the market's been doing. It's been coming up testing somewhere in this range, right? So we'll, we'll play out this range, right? Which is near these bottoms and near this top. It's been testing the top of the range. It's been running back down into the bottom of the range. This was a little bit weak. We had a breakout higher, the top of the range. We ran sideways for a while. Now we're now we're going down and we're retesting the bottom of the range. The market's doing nothing different than it has been doing. So we have these doomsayers. Oh, the bank failed and the market's going to zero. And yes, that bank failure, that news event could set off a series of events where other banks collapse. And then we go into some sort of a 2008 scenario. But that's extremely unlikely. You know, we have, it's more likely this is kind of an isolated event of a few banks and the news is out there and and we're in this pattern and we just, well, the plan is playing out. Bad news, good news. Bad news, good news. Bad news, good news. And we're just rotating back and forth. So nothing has changed with last week's and last week's price movement isn't anything that's too crazy. Again, you want to look at the speed at which we go from top to bottom and you can do that to get a speed assessment of things, right? This is basically, I think, pretty typically what we're running for speed top to bottom. You can see, see the speed of that. This one was a little fast. This one was a little slower. This one was about the same speed. This one here is actually a little slow. 
Okay, so this is a little slow, but which chances are we're coming down into uh, into this range, and then we're probably going to bounce that range and move from there. So I'm looking to have increased downside risk on my positions as we get into this area. I know some of the pro traders started taking on like longer term bull trades in here. And when we talk long-term versus short-term, like if you're going to do a bull trade here, you want to do a long-term one because you want to allow, or or something with a bigger time frame, because you want to allow the market to be able to come down in here and bottom. Now we don't know, right? So you can take the shot here because we're in range. You can take the bullish shot here, but if you're going to take a bullish shot at the marketplace, you want to be aware that it would be normal, certainly to come down to this point, 37.50, and then you know, then we have the market should bounce that area. And how fast is it going to bounce the area? So this is this is when we start timing DTE, right? So we know our normal down move is something like something like this, right? Which is sort of playing out here. And if I just bring it to there, that's our normal down move, something like this. So we should hit this area somewhere between, you know, today and, you know, the next couple of days. And then when it reverses, we have our, you know, how, what have we been doing for upside moves, right? We've been doing something like this for upside moves. So assuming it bounces down here, and you can adjust this as as the market bottoms out, right? So the market's going to come in, going to bottom out in here somewhere. Um, if it ends up coming back down into the lower range, then we just take this, we kind of shift it over a little bit. But if I put on a Super Bowl here, my expectations are essentially... If we go all if we go all the way down to the bottom, that's going to happen sometime around 328. And then if that were to happen, I could move this out. It's drawing. Well, anyway, I could move this out to here. I could estimate how long it's going to take the market to be back above my break-even area, and then I can set my DTE for another 10 or 15 days longer than that. So, and that would be probably my worst case scenario of how this is going to play out. If we come down, we test deep, it's going to be sometime around this time frame. And then if I put on a Super Bowl here, it probably won't be profitable until about 426, 427. Okay. And that would be my that would be my worst case scenario. So I'd want to date this for a day's to expiration something after the end of April. And chances are that trade is a winner in probably what the worst case scenario will be. Doesn't mean it's a hundred percent, but this is a much higher probability trade. So I can take my bullish shot here, and if the market just goes up, wonderful. Uh, if it comes back down, because I don't have a stop out point, right? This is the difference between using a bullish vertical that's way out of the money, where you have to stop it out because your risk to reward ratio is kind of crazy. That's the difference between using that trade and then using a Super Bowl trade, where you don't have to stop it out. You can just let the thing come down and then come back up, and then as long as your DTE is after you know, 428 or into a little bit into May, you should be okay with the trade, okay? And that's how, you know, like if I, if I was going to play bullish, that's basically how I would play that strategy coming out. But for now, this right in here seems like the most likely place of reversal. And you can play that also and shift this over. Where's the most likely spot, right? This is the most likely bottom, most likely to come into play Sometime here, and when it comes into play, you can adjust the line a little bit. So, if I want to play out that scenario, then I want my DTE to be after, oh, probably after four, 
412, 413, or the middle of, of April on, on that playing out. Now, it may work out better. It may work out a little bit worse, but that's how you know I decide. People ask me all the time, how do you decide what DTE to come in? Well, I have a good idea of what the price movement should do, and I can adjust my DTE based on what that is. If, if we were at the bottom here, like if, this, if, if today the market was down in here, I would do a short DTE something like maybe a week or, or two weeks or something like that because number one my level of the trade is going to be down here so my profitability level in the trade is going to be slightly over that and if i'm here i only have maybe one or two days of the market going down and then it's going to be back up again and again you can apply this to all the different strategies that you're trading and decide whether you want to be in the trader trade or, or whether you want to be out of the trade. But this is how this is playing out. And realistically, like I said, reversal here anytime now. This is a, I think this is a, the, probably the highest probability reversal point is somewhere between 3780 and 3740. I would be willing to be fairly aggressively bullish on on that play. Uh, should the, Should the market get down there? And like I said, as this comes down, I'm interested in starting to increase downside risk, increase downside risk, increase downside risk, make money when the channel reverts back closer to the top.